0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the 20th episode of the Sport Overload Podcast. Before I introduce today's guest, I just want to say a big thank you to everyone. Here I am, 20 episodes later, and I just want to say thank you to everyone that's listened so far. And I appreciate all the support. And I'm not stopping here, I'm keep going. So I hope you enjoy it. So, without further ado, I'm going to introduce today's guest. Today's guest is founder of Her Sport, Neve Talon. Welcome on, Neve.
1: Thanks, William, for having me.
0: No bother. So, for people that don't know what Her Sport is, I'm going to go just give them like a brief like outline of what Her Sport is.
1: Yeah. So her sport is a website that covers all things, uh, women's sport. Um, just 6% of the media coverage, uh, for sport in Ireland goes to women's sports. So we want to change that and, um, you know, give all the elite athletes, um, as, as well as people from grassroots level, the, the coverage that they deserve, um, and also encourage girls and women, uh, to participate in sports, um, twice as many girls at the age of 14 drop out of sport as boys, so we just wanted to, you know, really encourage girls and women to stay participating in sport.
0: And, like, where did the idea to start come from?
1: Um, To be honest, I had been looking at doing a PhD and had kind of noticed some of the disparity in sport um, myself and wanted to explore it a a bit more. Um, but with the, with the read of a PhD, it was just going to take so long before something could actually change because a lot of it is research. So I just thought like there was, um, you know, with the, the background I have um, and the, you know, capabilities I had myself at the time to, to build a website and, and to run social channels and that, to just get something set up and, and try it and see where it went. So it kind of started off as a project. Um, and then at the start of 2020, you really put a lot of time and effort into it, uh, which is when we've seen like huge growth and, um, you know, the last 18 months and so that's that's since um you know the start of uh 2020 and we've just seen massive growth in terms of our audience and um you know the the views on our website and everything so yeah it's really exciting and uh, we're looking forward to seeing what the you know next six months to two three years can bring
0: yeah like i've i've been following now for a while and like you've just gone from strength to strength like you have ambassadors now, you have your own merch, you have, like, it's, it's just, uh, it's great to see it, because that's what I'm trying to do here as well. Like I don't know if you've noticed, but I do one week male and one week female mm-hmm. just to kind of get that equality in there as well. Um, so, like, it, it's great to see that um, girls in sport is on the up, and, like, mm-hmm. the coverage of girls in sport is on the up
1: like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, there's there's definitely a lot of people that are putting effort into to covering women's sport. Um and there's just so much talent that's there. So we just want to make sure that they get the coverage that they deserve because there are lots of places that are still not really covering women's sport, while there are maybe some smaller organizations that are really putting in the effort. Um you know I've I've talked to a few different people from bigger organizations and like they are Really looking at it and, and trying to improve. Um, but yeah, look, there's as I said, there's, there's so much talent. Um, like obviously we can even see from the the Olympics like how everybody is doing so far. And um, you know some of the the national records and everything that have been falling over the last year or two years. Um, you know results our uh, world relays was um was strong. So look, there's there's loads of loads of really really good results across the board for women's sport at the moment. Um, you know there's not maybe as much funding goes into some, some women's sports as men's. Um, and, you know, it's, everything is, is starting to improve, starting to get there. But what we're just trying to do is just really help them, um, you know, move everything forward.
0: And was sports a big thing in your household growing up? Like, did you play sports yourself?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, everybody in my house. My sport, <laughs> loads of different sports, and <laughs> um, so yeah. From a young age, like I would have been, you know, swimming and running, and um, you know, a couple other sports along the way. So um, yeah, definitely in our house, it was there's plenty of stuff going on.
0: And there's there's a great there seems to be a great teamy like uh, and the big partnership there. I uh, uh, was on circle breaks ago like that's absolutely massive like how how did that even happen
1: yeah no. look the the team that we have like everybody's really like put a lot of effort into um, you know doing what we do and really believes in um you know trying to trying to level the playing field for women in sport and um, we have been obviously looking for partners to you know help us and, and work with us on what we're trying to achieve and like we've created a really great uh, audience and community which is a Good opportunity uh, for brands to to connect with the audience. Um, you know, in terms of our engagement rate, um, like it's it's really strong. It's substantially above industry average, and um, you know people really kind of believe and trust in um, you know what we do. So if we you know partner with the business, I'm. Um, they they know that it's for the right reasons and um then it gives that business like the opportunity as I said to get in front of that audience. Um yeah we just had the had the conversation with lifestyle uh, lifestyle sports and have welcomed them on board as our you know first official partner and um, something that we're absolutely delighted uh, about and it's just like the the, re, the reach and connection that they can get with our audience and vice versa is, is great. Um, you know, they really are about supporting women and, um, you know, they've, they've developed their business, um, in terms of like the, you know, football boots and, and different access to uh, sporting equipment for women. Um, you know, it, it's something that they've put a lot of, um, you know, thought into and are really trying to, you know, be the go-to source um, for, you know, sports apparel equipment, et cetera and um, you know, for, for both men and women, which is something that we haven't always seen. Um, so our, our visions and missions like really aligned and um, yeah, it was just a conversation to be honest. It, it just went really well. I think everybody just seemed to be on the same page. Um, and uh, it, it's just, it's great for us. Like look, we're a smaller organization um, there's loads of different things that we want to do over the next couple of years and you know partnering at Lifestyle Sports is, is just the beginning for us like we, we want to keep working with them over the, the next few years hopefully um, and also partner with, with other brands and organizations that uh, can help us achieve our goals and that we can all um, you know work together to you know promote more opportunity uh, for women in sport and you know just to, to level the playing field Um and just, just, you know, help things, help things change and progress, um, you know, in the landscape, right, which is definitely the direction that it's going.
0: And I'm probably not able to say much about this, but um, what are your, like, uh, plans for the next couple of years? Like, just give me uh, an outline.
1: Um, in terms of, like, this year, look like we're, we're really trying to, like, this year to last year, we're trying to double the views on our website. Like, that's a simple one. Um, we're trying to to build our audience. Um, so the growth that we had last year versus the growth we had this year, we're looking to you know surpass that and and grow by uh, an even an even bigger um, amount um, and, and just keep growing that audience. Like, right, something I think is important as well that our audience, um, the quality of it, it still remains good. So like, it's great to have massive numbers to say like, oh, we've X amount of followers, but like if they don't engage with you, or they don't believe in what you're doing. Like that's, you know, can sometimes dilute it. So we want to keep. We want to build the audience, but also have the audience, um, you know, really support and engage with us still. Um, and then, in terms of, you know, there's a couple of, I'm um, fun and like really powerful um, campaigns that we want to do. So it's just about finding the the right partners to do these with and, and to release them and, and just make the impact that we can. Because we've loads of we've loads of great concepts, but we don't want to just throw them out there and not do them uh, to the best of our abilities. So some of those are going to take a bit of planning and a bit of thought. Um, but yeah, definitely over the next over the next couple of months or maybe, you know, 12 months, 18 months, definitely keep an eye out for some of those because um, I think there's some things that are really going to hit home with people. Um, and yeah, just on top of that, it's about finding, um, you know, partners that, that, again, can really support and believe in what, what we're doing and um, helping move things forward um, as well as working with brands that want to connect our audience because as i said said, like the the quality of quality of the audience is um is is really great and um you know there's so much opportunity to get in front of like the the audience i'm you know with with relevant products like if you're if you're a clothing brand or if you're um you know nutritional supplements or or whatever it might be like this um great opportunity to get get in front of our audience and and make connections um and, and as we said like we our audience knows that the people that we partner with, like a lot of thought, um, goes into it. Like we won't just partner with anybody, or, um, you know, work with anybody. It, it really has to make sense for our brand. So, um, yeah, it's it's there. are a few of the things I suppose that I, that we're planning for the next few years.
0: And, like you see there, like Jackie Early's bringing out another book now in September, I think. And I think has a documentary and TV, like. They they will just help bump up the numbers of girls in the sport even more like um and it's, and it's great to see like like you see on Jackie's story you now like every couple of weeks like she puts up pictures that she gets of like young like ten year old or twelve year old girls reading their books and like that that'll only inspire them. And make them want to like achieve something big.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think what Jackie's doing with the book is 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 brilliant. And look, there is was a um, brilliant reception, um, from the first one that she released. So it's it's great to see that there's another one coming. And she's really connecting with that young audience. And there is there is something missing there. Um, you know, in terms of um the way that society is, like, we don't actually treat like young boys and girls the same. Um, you know, often. You know, even when you look at like the clothing for young boys and girls, it can be, um, you know, footballs and tractors and all this type of thing. And then for girls, it can be princesses and fairies, and like that can be on clothes, that can be in books. And you know, there's often conversation in terms of like Disney movies and stuff like that. The the girls are usually being saved and rescued and this type of thing. And like, you know, I know this. They kind of spoke about Frozen a little bit when that was being released. That, um. You know the, the girls and uh, in that were you know supporting themselves and and um, that they were depicted as strong characters and like that's that's what young girls need to see. So for for the likes of the book with with Jackie uh, early releasing that, it shows young girls that, like they can do it as opposed to like even lots of people that we speak to, we ask them who their role models were when they were younger, um you know on any of the the sports people that they say um. Like more often than not they are actually male um and you know with the book at least we're putting uh, a female um I, s- I suppose cohort of athletes uh, in front of these young girls that they can look up to and you know that we're not just going to be hearing uh you know ronaldo or whoever it might be for you know the next 20 years it is actually changing and that's obviously something that we're putting huge effort into like And there's lots of different people that we have spoken to and they're like, oh, it's great. Like we know so many more people from following your account and uh, from engaging with your website and all the different female athletes from loads of different sports. Like it's also not just like three or four sports that we cover in depth. Like we try to cover as many sports as possible and and really give everybody, um, you know, the opportunity um, to to connect with our audience and, um, you know, to share their story because there's so many brilliant stories out there. There's not just five great female athletes in the country. Um, you know, there's there's so many, so it's it's really about sharing that. Um, but yeah, you mentioned Jackie, and who it was the second person you mentioned? Sorry, uh, oh Anna again. Geary, Yeah, you mentioned Anna's show. Yeah, I haven't actually got to got to see it yet, but I'm really looking forward to it. I, I think it's brilliant. to Look, Anna is somebody that that's a a brilliant role model um for young girls in sport, and I think she's gotten so much so much out of it herself. And um, you know, I, I think the the show that she's doing will just like um, break down some of the kind of stigma and stereotypes around sport and, and hopefully will inspire a few more girls um, to stick in sport, um, you know, through, through teenage years and, um, you know, figure out that it is something they can stay in if they want to.
0: Yeah. And, like, as you were saying there, like, uh, people were saying to you, like, that they looked on your socials and, like, they found women that do a sport that they didn't even know. And like, I, I've been following your takeovers now for a while. And I found people I didn't even know myself. And <clears throat> um, like I've said, I of did this more for my, I started to take over myself. So, I, and I was kind of trying to carry through the women and men uh, equality thing. So I was looking through. Um, and like I found a lot more people um, from your page, like it is doing the job you want it to.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely like I think people really enjoy the takeovers, and it's a it's a really easy way for um, you know us to highlight different athletes and for them to be able to highlight their sports as well. Um, you know, we we want to help you know spotlight the athletes you know, and give them obviously the coverage that they deserve, but also like, it's not cheap to be an athlete and, you know, it's not a really lucrative, um, lucrative career. So that's something that like in, in what we're doing in terms of like elite athletes, like we're trying to give them the exposure um, so that they have opportunity to maybe connect with brands, build their audience and, you know, um, afford to stay in the, in their sport because look, it's not, um you know, as glamorous as everybody as everybody thinks it is, and, and like they have to be able to afford to live and, and that type of thing. So um not as many opportunities necessarily come knocking on some of the female athletes' doors as as maybe their male counterparts. So um that, that is a, a big part of, of what we're trying to do is to really help them um get those opportunities and um you know be able to afford like to continue um like playing their sports because juggling being a full time athlete and on a part-time job um or a full-time job is, is very challenging. And then on the other side of it, like, you know, do, do people have to take out loans and, and or rely on, on parents or family and, and to, to, you know, stay participating um, in, in sport? And there might be a few years that you can do it, but at some point, you know, people do look to um, kind of return, I guess, to whatever careers they they may um, be in, like whatever, if they're trained in something, like if they've been to college or whatever it might be. Um, but that doesn't necessarily match up. with like the longevity of a of an athlete's life, like you might be able to continue being an athlete, you know, well into your thirties. Um, you know, depending on the sport that you're in. So uh, we are really just trying to help um raise their profile so they can connect with brands and, and work with them, um, you know, whether it's as a brand ambassador or whatever it might be to to be able to afford to continue um, doing their sport.
0: And I'm gonna talk about the current. Uh, competition that's going on now, the Olympics. Uh, Who are you most excited uh, about? Who who are you most excited? Like, who have you watched that you're excited about and who are you excited to see?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I'm trying to tune into as much as possible. Obviously, it's on at the early hours of the morning, so I think our our sleep schedules will be a, a bit messy by the end of the two weeks. Um, as we kind of said before, like Mona McSherry has made it to an Olympic final, so that's a massive achievement for her. Um, she's had two good swims uh, so far, um, which is which is brilliant. So, looking forward to seeing what she can do in the final. Um, in terms of like the rowing is really really strong. Uh, you know, Sunita Pushpore is going to be competing in the semi final, and as she said in her uh, you know post race interview. Uh, the other day it's the first olympic semi-final that she's been to like obviously she's been world champion twice and she's been european champion twice but her results at the olympics have have not been comparable and this is really the one that she's 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 looking for a podium finish at this olympic games and, and it's something that i absolutely believe that she can do and um, the women's four is performing exceptionally well um something that i had taught beforehand that um, you know there was a possible podium finish and absolutely from the from the heater uh, you know first round that they did, it showed they could because they were right on um the heels of Australia who were, you know, tipped to win it. So I think we'll possibly see a podium finish there. Um I think there's a couple of athletes like nicola uh, Walsh fought, fought this morning. And I think we had hoped to see her progress and, and I think she she'll be a little bit disappointed with with not progressing um you know through the through the first round. Um, but in in boxing in general, look it can be very it can be very difficult. Um, you know, we've we've seen it happen before. Um, but look, we've before work, we've Kelly Harrington up. Um, you know, Kelly Harrington is uh, you know, tip for gold, and it would be absolutely brilliant to see her do that, like she's an exceptional boxer. And um, so something that's well within uh, her capabilities. Um Natalia Coyle in Modern Pentathlon in 2012, she finished ninth. Um in 2016 she finished sixth so she's hoping to improve by three places at least again and uh, she's she's in um, you know tokyo for one reason only and, and, and that is to be on a podium um you know she's massive experience and she's a really talented athlete so really looking forward to tuning into that um and yeah the gymnastics was great great experience for Meg. athletics can't wait to see all the the athletics like from you know obviously we have uh kira mcgeen at her, her second olympics um, we have Phil Healy, who's absolutely flying it um, and really, really has potential uh, to do well. Um, but I also think there's a lot of young athletes there um, that will gain massive experience and will be really looking forward to, um, you know, Paris 2024, but also to 2028 as well, just because like there's so much youth there. Um, you know, we have Eilish Flanagan, we have Sarah Healy and we have a couple of others that, you know, kind of got in on rankings um, and, and it, it will just it would really, really stand them. Um, and then you look at like Sarah Lavin and Nadia Power and um, she for Claire Butner, you know something that they've been working for, and um, they've had really good seasons, um, you know in in the past like twelve months. I think I think the year um, has actually really really stood to them. So um, they'll be going out there, all guns blazing, like really hoping for some top results. Um, look in terms of uh, medals and finals and that, um, it's a very very. Uh, competitive competition like we're not just going to expect to see loads of athletes like in in you know on the podium like I think there is podium opportunities absolutely and um, I think we have opportunities for semi-finalists and finalists, finalists as well um, but something that I do think we will see a lot of is, is national records um, which is which is great and just shows that everything is moving forward in the right
0: direction yeah and I just have to go back to Michaela Walters' uh, post-fight interview and um, like she was very like straight to the point. And mm-hmm. she was like, it's great, it's great to compete for the for my country. And it was an absolute honor. Um, I it, it wasn't it didn't plan out the way I wanted, but I still competed for my country. And like mm-hmm. I I had to admire her for that. Like um, like yeah, I, I just thought it was very good. And as well, uh, Mona McCherry. Her post, uh, um, her post race interview, um, like she sounds like she's going to throw caution to the wind in this race, and like, why wouldn't she? Like, yeah,
1: no, definitely. Like, I think look, Michaela said that that, that fight didn't define her either. So, um, you know, there's loads more to come. Like, her ethos is, is gold medals only. Uh, herself and her brother, that's the attitude that they have, uh, and they want to be on the top. Um, you know it, it's it's not always going to go your way and you know while she obviously aspires to get gold medals all the time like she does understand the reality of it is it's not always going to go the way that you want it to and um, she'll be really looking forward to her her brother competing um, and I know will be really supportive of him like I think they're both incredibly proud to be there uh, and there's, there's loads more to come like they're two really really hard working athletes and um, in terms of Mona look Mona Mona can throw absolutely everything at this now you know um, it's a it's a really strong performance so far. You know she's swam two times that are you know one hundred six point something, and you know until the the day that she um, actually qualified for the Olympics, she hadn't dipped one hundred seven. And um, so she's under she's under one hundred seven consistently. It's like time and time again, uh, which is which is really strong and. and yeah, you know, absolutely. She's going to be. She's going to be looking for a really good result. Um, you know, will she be looking for a national record? Yeah, she will. Like, she's she's going to be looking to push boundaries. Um, and where where could she come? Um, you know, she was uh seeded eighth going into the final. Like, she just she got in there and just ahead of um I think it was an English girl. Um, but Mona will be looking to improve on that. Again, and um, over a hundred meters, like it comes down to a point something of a second or within one or two seconds. Like, um, it's anyone's game. It's really about performing in the race. And I think she's a racer, and particularly like even from watching the semi final, like she got herself up in that position, um, and you know she's she's really, um, you know, giving it everything. Like I think she's aware of who's around her when when she is uh, competing, and she obviously knows the standard that everybody else is at. So, um. Yeah, look, she hasn't disappointed us yet this year at all. She's in flying form him um, and, and she's looking for you know every improvement where she can get it.
0: Yeah, and then moving on to the athletics like Shift Craig, Butler, Nadia, Sarah, Phil, like all of them are flying. So like I I know uh, you as you said, it doesn't always go the way you want to, but like I I
1: hope for a few a few months there. at like um, to be honest, in terms of medals, like we have to be realistic when it comes to athletics. It's it's a it's a very difficult sport, and loads of people are really really quicker in the world. Um, I think the more realistic um view is trying to get people into semifinals and finals. Um, and I think across a number of the athletes, like the the potential is definitely there. Um, you know. McGee has had a 10th in the world before in the 1500 meters um, and, she, and she'll be one of the more experienced athletes there and she has previously said like the times the time that she is, is looking to beat is, is Sonia Sullivan's record for, for the 1500 meters and you know um, here is, or she, she's four minutes point something um, uh, for, for 1500 she um, from my recollection she, she hasn't dipped she hasn't dipped four minutes on on 1500 and she's looking to get Sonia's record. Um, she thinks she has maybe a three fifty eight or a three fifty six in her, um, but you have to look at um, athletes like Hassan. Um, and There's another girl that's running very fast as well, and they're down around three fifty one, three fifty two, um, and 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 you know, Kira has said like she doesn't think that she will ever be able to run that fast, and, and that's the reality of it. Like you have kind of uh, physiological or you know physical um, boundaries. Like there's there's only you know, she, she's kind of identified like I'm really looking for those other kind of three or four seconds to get into like the record books here and to, to be really strong racer and, and runner. And she is, but she also can identify that there are people that are ahead of her. And um, you know, look, podiums are certainly not out of the question in athletics. And um, but we also have to be realistic, and you know, we can't be disappointed when these athletes are going out running national records or getting into finals and semifinals. And um, you know, they, that's that's a really strong performance from Ireland. And you know can people you know sometimes you have people kind of giving out saying oh they they didn't do this or they didn't do that but um you have to look at where where we are and where everybody else is and just be realistic about it because you know just because people haven't ended up on a podium and, and bringing home medals in you know something like athletics or whatever it might be like look the swimming is is the same and the standard is very high elsewhere and what we're looking to do here is improve year on year you know push the national records out and um, you know, look, there are medals along the way um in in some in some events. Um, you know, we've obviously seen strong performances at Europeans before and um, strong performances at Worlds. Um, but look, there I from my perspective, I think there will absolutely be national records there. I think look, we've three girls in 800 meters, they've been pushing the boundaries like we've seen the indoor uh, 800 meter was, was being dropped all the time there you know we had so many people and um, end up on the the all-time irish list um you know this year because everybody's pushing each other forward and they know that there are also girls at home that and um, you know are, are you know really pushing pushing in the 800 meters as well so i think that'll be um, an exceptional race and um, exceptional experience for the girls um I think I think Phil is going out there, uh, you know, looking to probably looking to make a final. i um, you know, she's had some some really good racing this year as well. Um, I, I would say Kira is looking Kira looking for a final. She's looking to improve on um, on that tenth place ranking, like she wants more. Um, and you know, look, anything can happen. It's it's not to say that there won't be a podium in athletics. Um, it's just about when, it, when as some athletes do not end up on the podium, like we just can't be criticising and saying like, oh, that's not good enough and like all that type of thing because, um, you know, the times and the times going into the race, you know, somebody's not going to drop a bucket load of time. Like they're not going to suddenly run five or ten seconds quicker when they haven't been all season. Like we have to, uh, you know, be realistic about, about the standard of it here in Ireland as well.
0: Yeah, and as well as that, like the humility and temporary team for this country so like yeah um i i think like i think if we get like five or six medals that would be very good like
1: yeah um across the board like can i see five or six medals yeah it's possible if everything goes our way absolutely it's possible um you know Michaela and Kelly were tipped for were tipped for medals. Um, you know, obviously Michaela's out of, out of the running now. Um Kelly, yeah, I, I think she has it in her, but like we can't but we can never bank on boxing. Um, you know, it's 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 really, really tough. And I think something that comes down to like um, you know, judges' decisions, um, whether it be in diving or gym, gymnastics or whatever it might be, uh, it doesn't always go your way. It's not the same as something like swimming or athletics where the time is the time and there's no there's no dispute about it um but look I do think um you know we will see medals coming back to Ireland uh, this year it's just a matter of who um, and what color and um, so fingers crossed we we definitely see a few but look I think I think in the rowing like there's one two I think there's three really strong chances of medal there um I think Natalia has a has a shot at, at, at a medal again as I was saying earlier and I think Kelly Harrington has a shot at a medal and there's a few others um you know also that could do very well so fingers crossed uh, over the next over the next uh, week and a bit that we, we will see some adults coming back to ireland
0: yeah hopefully so thank you very much Niamh. um i really enjoyed the chat uh, and i'll leave the last word to you if you want yeah, no, that's perfect.
1: Uh, thanks so much for for having me on. I'm good to chat, and sure we will uh, see how the next couple of days goes, and hopefully we'll both be able to celebrate some uh, great performances on our on our pages.
0: guys i hope you all enjoyed that episode but before i thank my guests today i just want to thank you this um journey has been absolutely amazing i've done 20 episodes so far and the support that i've got is absolutely amazing and i'm not stopping here and i just want to say thank you to everyone that's helped me share all the episodes um and just giving me the belief in myself to to just keep going like and yeah but now i just want to say a big thank you to neve for coming on and i just wish all the best with the website and stuff like that and it's great about what they're doing just right a moment with support and giving them the coverage that they deserve and yeah i just want to say thank you to neve and it was a great chat and i hope you all enjoy it